Hello, everyone. Happy Sunday. How's it going? I hope that you are um, having a great day. I hope you had a great week last week. And for those of you who listened to our last episode, I hope you took some time to think about being uncomfortable and embracing that discomfort so you can be um, successful and so that you can grow. Getting out of those comfort zones, getting out of what's familiar to you and going into something that is uncomfortable, that is challenging, uh, that might not feel right when you first start. But when you get on the other side of that thing, you've got um, some great growth and opportunities that are there. So I I really hope that you enjoyed uh, last week's episode. If you didn't catch it, that's okay. Uh, Go back and listen to it uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, You can also go to our website, yourpdna.com and listen to any of the episodes there. So encourage you to do that. Let's dig into today. Um, I'm not sure what everybody's weather is doing. Uh, the weather on the East Coast is kind of up and down and around. And so, but I hear it's springtime. And so I thought, you know, let's talk about spring cleaning, but a different type of spring cleaning, not the spring cleaning that your uh, mother or father had you doing uh, around the springtime. And, you know, I don't know about some of you guys, but we were cleaning baseboards and wiping down uh, counters, cleaning out your closets, just decluttering everything. So today I want to talk about professional decluttering and kind of professional cleaning. So we're going to do some spring cleaning and we're going to talk about five things that might be cluttering your professional journey. You know, when you remove what's cluttering your professional journey, you'll clear the path for making some progress. You'll clear the path so that you can start pushing towards success. And there's just some key things that I want to highlight today to kind of get you on that path, doing some spring cleaning, decluttering some of the things that just hold us back from success, hold us back from growth so that we can get to that next level. So I hope that you have your notebook. I hope that you have a pen that's got some good ink in it because I want you to take notes on these five things for sure. And then I also want to share um, a book with you, but I'm going to wait towards the end. Uh, It's a new book and something that I really want to do is encourage everyone to be continuously in this kind of place of learning, right? Always be a learner. And one great way to do that is to read. And so I have a new book that I'm starting and I'd love for you to start it with me. Uh, If you're following professional DNA on Instagram. You've already seen it. Um, If you're not, you need to. So I would love for you to make sure you're following professional DNA at professional underscore DNA. You can also like us on Facebook, PDNA podcast. And then of course, I would love for you to visit our website. And in particularly, I want you to join our community so that you can get our PDNA lab e-newsletter. So tons of information on the site, But I want you to subscribe and join our community because there you're going to get access to bonus clips and bonus episodes. Uh, You'll get tips and information around how you can continue to discover uh, your professional DNA and a ton of other things. So we'll talk about that at the end, but I wanted to make sure I mentioned that. So again, today we're going to do a little bit of spring cleaning. And today's episode is spring cleaning, five things that might be cluttering your professional journey. You guys ready? All right, let's go.
right. So let's jump right on in, doing a little spring cleaning in this great season of spring, wherever you may be, and talking about the five things that might be cluttering your professional journey. You know, like I said, when we start to kind of declutter, when we remove the things that are cluttering our professional journey, it gives us a clear path. It gives us a clear and kind of focused path, gives us some clarity for making professional progress, right? For getting towards growth, for ultimately, as we talk about leveling up professionally. So today I want to dig into these five things. We're going to start with uh, number one. And this one I think is really interesting because rather if you're talking about yourself as an individual, perhaps you are an entrepreneur or you know business owner, I think this applies kind of across the board. So number one is we want to remove wishy-washy positioning. Have you ever heard the saying that says, oh, she's sometimey or he's, he's kind of sometimey. I'm not really sure you know, what he's about or what she's about. Let me tell you, a lack of clarity can be the ultimate kiss of death for your career when you don't have clarity. You know, think about what you have as a business or, you know, how you are as a professional. Do you identify yourself as a communications professional? Do you identify yourself as a project management professional or an accountant, right? Or perhaps you have a business that um, does prepares taxes. Perhaps you have a business that is in accounting or Um, You may have a business that is in kind of marketing and brand, whatever it may be. You have to have really clear, a really clear focus. And so think about this. You know, if you're looking for someone to prepare, say, your taxes, and you reach out to a person who says, well, they're a tax expert and CPA, you know, is that the person that you want? Perhaps, right? Or someone who lists four other seemingly kind of unrelated professions along with um, their ability to do taxes. So yes, I do taxes, but I also have a hair salon and I also am a coach. I also, you know, they kind of go down the list and it's like, well, wait a minute, what do you do? You know, what, what, what creates the value? Who are you? What are you an expert in, right? And so a wishy-washy kind of positioning can be confusing to people, especially um, potential clients, you know, if, if you're a business or, you know, partners that you may want to be bringing in or even employers because they're looking at your resume and they're like, okay, who is this guy? Who is, who is she really? I'm a little bit confused because the positioning is a little bit off. So you want to be sure that you're very focused. So you want to take um, kind of this, this path of focusing on putting your talents to their highest and best use. Okay, so be sure you write that down. You really want to focus on not being wishy-washy, but putting your talents, right? Putting your talents to their highest and best use. Think about what we've been talking about every episode is you also want to think about what's your professional DNA? How can you leverage what you're really made out of, right? You're super creative. You're super driven. You're super organized. Put those things in the forefront. Because they're going to best kind of describe and give clarity on your positioning and who you are or who your company is and what they do. So we want to focus those talents. Um, and again, at the highest and best use. And then if you think about it, when you're clear, everything can become a little bit easier. People understand you. They understand your brand. They understand who you are as a professional, who you are as a person. They understand what you offer, right? What's your value proposition? What's 
what is what is your overall value that you're bringing to the table or that they're going to see and or seek or understand um, if they're a business? What differentiates you from others, right? What makes you different from um, one company to the next? What makes you different from one manager to the next or one employee to the next? And then it also gives better clarity to how can you assist and how can you help? Whether that's how you can assist your clients or potential clients or potential customers, or how you can provide value and support and assist within your company or within your team or your division. So make sure your positioning is spot on. Who are you, right? What is your company? What is your company about? And then be very clear and very direct about communicating that. Don't mix it with other things. So the next thing I want to talk about is um, a little interesting. I think that uh, number two can be hard for sure because it involves people in our lives or things in our lives that um, are sometimes kind of difficult, right? Sometimes kind of difficult. And so um, this number two is I want you to think about removing and kind of decluttering people and things that support your history or your past and not your destiny or your future. I'm going to say that one again, because that hits me deep every time I think about it. And when I was thinking about this episode and how I wanted to share and talk with you guys, I was like, wow, this one is what (laughs) I know a game changer, but in all seriousness, this is a big one. You have got to declutter. You have got to remove the people and the things that really are supportive of this history in this past and that are not really supporting your destiny and your future. Your environment, guys, which includes friends, colleagues, um, where you live, where you work, the habits that you have, uh, the lifestyle that you lead, it it impacts far more sometimes than what I think we really think about. Um, it, it, It also, it can impact for the better or it could impact for the worse. You really have to think about that. And it always, always, always is important to kind of like reassess, reassess who's in your circle, reassess the job that you're in and the environment that you're in, reassess um, where you kind of are in your career. And are you in the right places and locations? Do you have the right habits? You have got to be mindful of the people and the things that are in your life? And are they supportive of your past and your history and what you're trying to move away from? Or are they supportive of your destiny and where you're trying to go? You know, over the years, or some some can just say like over the weeks and months, you've likely grown, right? You've evolved. You've Even over these past few weeks, if you've been listening to Professional DNA, I'm hoping that you've grown. I'm hoping that you're evolving. I'm hoping that your mindset is shifting a bit to know and really, you know, hold on to the fact that you have everything in you to become your best and unique self. So hopefully you're evolving. And what once worked before, it's probably changed. It's probably not going to work as you're moving forward towards your future and towards your destiny. You can't make a significant kind of lasting and impactful change without changing or altering your environment, right? Changing who's around you, changing who you're engaging with, um, changing the habits that you have, changing the lifestyle perhaps that you lead. Remember, you have to be mindful of, you know, I think um, 
my grandmother used to say, you know, be mindful of the company that you keep. You have to be mindful of the company that you keep and the activities, right? The things that you do in your day to day. What are you engaging in? You have to ask yourself if they support what you want to do, right? And not just what you've done in the past, right? Are the things that you're doing right now, the day-to-day activities, the habits, the people that you're around, the job that you're in, is it supporting where you want to go and your destiny and your future? Or is it supporting kind of where you've been, right? And it kind of gets back to when we were talking about um, being comfortable. Are you, are you just being comfortable and things are kind of supporting where you have been? Because it just, you know, it feels right, feels easy peasy, uh, n- not really difficult to accomplish. Or are you putting yourself in environments and places and surrounding yourself with people who are going to get you to that next level and supporting your destiny and your future? Let me tell you, real growth, Real growth happens when you align yourself differently, when you align yourself with people and things that support your destiny and not always your history. And I'm not saying that all history is bad, right? There's a, there's a great amount of things from history, but we we learn from history, right? What are the lessons learned from history? And then you still got to push forward. You can't just live in the past. You can't just live in the history books. You've got to be able to press forward move forward towards your future and towards your destiny. But if you don't get rid of some people and things that are are really just lingering in the past and in your um, in your history and not towards your future and your destiny, you're not going to move. You're not going to grow. So you really got to think about that. You know, I've um, been through times in my life where I've had to get rid of some people, right? Love you to death. Um, or perhaps maybe I don't, but I've had to uh, step away and just change how I en- engage with individuals. I've had to change um, some things that I was was maybe involved in and found out found out for myself, like, okay, Tarika, you're not operating in purpose. This is just a whole bunch of clutter. You got a ton of things going on, but what do you really need to be focused on in order to get you to the next level? What do you really need to be focused on so that you can start marching towards your destiny? And you may say, Tarika, I don't even know what my destiny is. We're going to do an episode that is really focusing on that because you're right. Sometimes it's hard to understand what your destiny is, what's your purpose. And, but we want to talk, I want to talk about that. And we're going to spend some time digging in that um, in, a, in a few episodes um, later down the road. But again, number two, you have got to declutter and remove people and things that support your history and past and that are not supporting your destiny and your future. Okay, so number one was wishy-washy positioning. We want to want to remove that, declutter that out of our professional journey. Number two was um, people and things that support our our history and past, and not supporting our destiny and our future. You guys got those two down. All right, so let's go to number three. Number three is we want to remove and declutter outdated expectations. You know, sometimes we put expectations on ourselves and they could be, you know, good in the moment, but we don't go back and check on those expectations to say, is this really still the expectation? Is this really still what I need to be doing? You know, are you still clinging to plans that you made for yourself 10 years ago, 15 years ago? And I'm not saying those plans aren't good, but you got to do a check-in to make sure that they're still relevant and that the expectations that you're putting upon yourself are still relevant, right? They're, they're, it's it's still something that you're pushing towards. Or sometimes maybe you feel like you could be locked into this expectation that someone else 
has put on you, right? Is there a a teacher or professor? You know, is there um, a spouse? Is there a parent? Maybe perhaps an old boss or an old colleague has kind of put an expectation on you and you've stuck with it because this is what they expect me to be. This is what this is what they said they saw for me and my future. You got to go back and reevaluate that and make sure that you are absolutely operating in current and relevant expectations to where you're trying to go and not outdated expectations and not expectations that others have placed on you that you're not aligned with, right? It's never too late to become who you were always meant to be. And guys, that's what professional DNA is all about. You you can be your best unique self and you have it. You have everything you need to do it. Believe it or not, you do. You got to find it, discover it, and harness it and pull it up and use it, but it's there. But you really, really, really have to reassess and gain some clarity on what you want. What do you want? What do you really, really want? And you got to drop out and cross out and declutter those kind of outdated thinking and outdated expectations and notions so that you can forge this new path, right? So you can press forward towards your future and towards your destiny. Outdated expectations are hard. You know, it's it's the thing when, you know, you hear people say, oh my gosh, you know, my, my parents always wanted me to become a doctor or my parents, you know, always wanted me to become a lawyer, but I want to be a teacher. And I've, I, I know uh, I have friends and colleagues who have similar stories and journeys in that path where they were pressing towards a career that the expectation was kind of set on them that this is what you're going to do. And they weren't happy and they weren't in purpose And then they found themselves kind of out of alignment, if you will, many, many years down the road. But guess what? They they pulled themselves together. In some instances, they discovered their professional DNA and what they were really made out of and what was going to get them to where they really wanted to be. And they realigned and and set, set aside those outdated expectations and developed new expectations of their own, right? What do you expect from yourself? so that you can get to that destiny, you can get to the future of where you want to be. But you gotta get rid of those outdated expectations. All right, so that's number three. So everybody's tracking with me. Uh, Number one, wishy-washy positioning. Let's get rid of that. Number two, you gotta take a look at the people and the things that are around you and make sure they are supporting your history, not supporting that old history and that past and really supporting your future and your destiny. And then number three, we wanna get rid of those outdated expectations, right? That's huge. We got to get rid of those outdated expectations. All right. So let's go to number four. And this one is um, another kind of toughie, I would say, because sometimes we beat ourselves up. We can sometimes just be so hard on ourselves that we start to just talk down to ourselves and degrade ourselves. And so one of the things that we have to do in order to uh, you know, clear this path for professional growth and professional progress and success is that we have to get rid of and remove negative self-talk. We have got to stop talking about ourselves in a negative way. You know, the stories and the, 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 the things that we tell ourselves are the most important words we can speak to ourselves because they kind of repeat in our heads. You know, there's a song that um, I absolutely love and it says, sometimes you have to encourage yourself. 
And I believe that. I believe that you have to sometimes literally look yourself in the mirror and encourage yourself because we will beat ourselves up so much and repeat negative thoughts in our heads that we'll start to believe it. When you fill your head with this negative kind of self-talk like, you know, I'm not good enough, I'm not ready, or I'm not, you know, whatever whatever you are now, right? Um, I, I can't do this. I can't, you know, work on this project. It's too big for me. I, there's no way I'm going to be able to go after this new position. I'm just, I, I really don't think I'm qualified, right? Yeah, no, I don't, I don't really think that, you know, I can do that. And I know I've said before, you know, we're going to do a segment on um, <clears throat> imposter syndrome and we are, um, but that negative self-talk can really, really beat you down. And sometimes we have enough struggles with others around us doubting us and others around us beating, beating us down that you don't need to do it to yourself. You've got to encourage yourself, right? You have to prevent yourself from um, talking to yourself in this way that kind of takes you back to your past, takes you back to your history, or just sets up this barrier, this block for you to even see what's before you, right? To even see what's next. Um, when we do this negative self-talk, when we're not really encouraging and empowering ourselves, it prevents us from learning. It prevents us from growing and kind of stretching our wings, you know, gaining new muscles as we talked about last week. Um, instead, you know, it it really, it's kind of like, it's it's the opposite of what we would even do with like our friends. You know, it amazes me sometimes how we'll talk negatively about ourselves, but we'll be the first ones to want to lift somebody else up. We'll be the first ones to want to encourage someone else. And don't get me wrong, that's great. You know, what I, I think we should be doing that. We should be um, encouraging our circles and, you know, encouraging our friends, encouraging our family and our colleagues. But don't forget about yourself. Use a little compassion and treat yourself the way you would want to treat um, or you would treat your friend, right? Treat yourself the way you would sit down and have a conversation with a colleague or a team member who's struggling with something. Words have power. Um, I have a, a dear friend that says words mean things, and they do. And you can't take them back. You know, you, you can apologize for something, but it's kind of hard to apologize to yourself sometimes. But you can apologize when you say something to, you know, an individual or a group or, you know, what have you. But once you said it, it's there. It's in the mind. I've heard it. And even when you try to take it back, it's already come out of your mouth. So think about that when you're talking to yourself and you're kind of internally talking to yourself. It's going to play over and over and over again. And your mind and your heart and your spirit has already heard it. So I really want you to think about it. I want you to think about the, the, the need to kind of stop the self-sabotaging right? That self-sabotaging talk. And I want you to replace it with self-affirming talk. Write that down. Stop the self-sabotaging talk, right? The talk that's just, just really setting you up for failure and not encouraging, not empowering. And instead, I want you to replace that with the self-affirming or aff affirming talk, right? Um, when you do that, when you tell yourself, you can do it. Tarika, you can do it. You will do it. You have what you need to, to do it. You'll start to abandon those kind of limited beliefs and thinking, and you'll adopt a more growth-focused mindset. But you have to be committed 
to stop talking to yourself in this negative way. Stop beating yourself up. Stand up and look yourself in the mirror. You know, some people, they'll put post-it notes on their mirrors that says, you can do this. You are great. You are powerful. You are a boss. Whatever it may be that you need, if it has to be visual for you, make it visual. Make it visual. If you got to put a post-it note on your screen um, at, for work, or if you need to put something next to your, on your, your lamp that's on your bedstand, or again, your mirror in your bathroom, whatever you need to do, you want to have self-affirming conversations with yourself instead of negative self-talk. Okay. So let's, let's remove that. If that, that's, that's something we just got to sweep and mop away, use the real, real hot water to mop it away because that one is, is really can shift the way we're progressing in our professional journeys. And it can either shift us in the right way or it could shift us in the wrong way. And we, the, you know, the, I talked about being, you know, clear and having some clarity. It'll be so foggy and so cluttered because you've told yourself so many times what you can't do, what you're not going to be able to accomplish. That it'll be hard to see what's ahead. So let's get rid of that. Okay. Let's start working on decluttering and removing that negative self-talk. All right. So that was number four. Are you guys ready for number five? Number five is a big. Number five is big. And it also ties to um, this book that I'm that I'm starting to read that I want to talk with you guys about. Um, but fear, number five is fear. We have got to remove and declutter the fear out of our professional journeys. It is the number one barrier, guys. I, I really believe that fear is the number one barrier to success. It's not lack of talent. It's not lack of skill. It's not lack of certification or education. It is fear. Fear is probably one of the most powerful emotions because it can just, it can stop you mid-track, right? Think about sometimes something that you've been scared of. Think about even as a child, something you're scared of. Um, I used to be scared of roller coasters. I used to saw a roller coaster and it would, it would freak me out, especially big ones. Like I got to a point where I could do little bitty roller coasters, but the big roller coasters, just seeing it, my stomach would just, oh, like even thinking about it right now, I'm just like, oh my goodness, it, it would just take over me. And I'm like, nope, not right now. However, I have family and friends that that's the first thing they want to do. As soon as we get to amusement park, they want to get on the first big roller coaster or they want to go to the, the largest water ride so they could be wet at the beginning of the day and dry off over the course of the day. It just used to make my stomach drop and and I wouldn't ride them. I honestly, I rode maybe a few in like high school years and then really didn't ride them for a long time. And then I've ridden them since in my adult time, um, but my eyes are closed and I'm screaming at the top of my lungs. But what I was still able to do was overcome the fear because that when you have fear that is um, stunting your growth, wow, it, it can really just hinder you from getting to that next level. And so, like I said, fear is, it's a powerful emotion. It could really take you over. It could stop you in mid tracks. Um, it oftentimes, it masquerades like as a clock. Think about it like that. It masquerades as like this clock of protection, right? And it, it almost tricks you. Like it's keeping us from doing things that may cause us harm. 
And so you're like, "Mm -mm, I'm smart. Y'all go get on that, but I'm not doing it, right? You go for that new training, but mm -mm, they said that thing was hard. I'm not, I don't want to do it. You go and apply for the new position in the new department. Mm -mm, Because I I heard that the manager over there is going to be a bit too much. I can't do it. You know, that's fear talking. That's fear talking. But sometimes the real damage, guys, comes from the inaction that fear enables, right? Because when you are so fearful, you don't act. You stop. You stay. You stay, what, comfortable. And that fear takes you over. And the next thing you know, you know, you you have, haven't moved. You haven't done anything. You're looking back a year over your professional career. I'm like, oh, my goodness, why am I still here? Because you were fearful. You are, as as kids say sometimes, why are you acting so scared, right? You were fearful instead of saying, you know what? I can do this. It might be hard. It might be challenging. It might take me a little bit of time. I might even fail the first time I tried. But I'm not going to let fear take over my future. I'm not going to let fear take over my destiny. So you have to take the responsibility for your growth journey. And when you take on that responsibility, I'm telling you, it will move things forward. But if you don't, if you don't, things are going to remain the same. Until you take that responsibility of your growth journey, I'm telling you, things are going to remain the same. And some of that taking responsibility of your growth journey is getting rid of that fear to make the progress that you know we all want to make, right? We all want to level up. We all want to get to that next level. We all want to get to that promotion, that new job, um, that new position, whatever it may be right? Whatever the goals are, we all want to get there. But to make the progress, you need to muster up the courage and acknowledge your fears, right? Let's not just brush them under like they don't exist. And then let's let them go. Acknowledge that fear and then just let it go. By doing so, I'm telling you, you're going to get out of your own way. You're going to actually gain some traction and start moving and being actionable in your career. And then next thing you know, you've made some real progress because you got out of your own way. You got out of your own way. I am not sitting here saying that this is easy. Number five is probably the hardest one because fear is a real emotion. It's a real emotion. Um, Let me tell you about this book that I'm starting to read. Um, It is by uh, this new author that I found, um, uh, Lovey Jones. And the book is Professional Troublemaker, The Fear Fighter Manual, The Fear Fighter Manual. And I am super excited to to dig into this book because I really, really, really believe that fear is something that um, can just take you over and it is it will stunt your growth. It will hold you back from success. It will hold you back from success. I'm going to read this little bit um, from the cover um, of her book. And it says, you know, from the New York Times bestselling author of I'm Judging You, which I haven't read that one. But if you have, hey, drop me a note, drop me an email, tell me about it. Um, Apparently, that's a hilarious and transformational book about how to tackle fear um, that everlasting. And so this this uh, this book is talking about this everlasting hater, loved it already, everlasting hater and audaciously step into the lives and careers and legacy that go beyond even our wildest dreams, right? So it's how do we get away from fear? How do we tackle fear 
um, again, she calls it that everlasting hater. Um, and how do we take steps into our careers, into our lives um, that are beyond our wildest dreams? So I'm super excited about getting to this book. Apparently, it's um, it's very funny, but also very honest. And I can't wait to jump in. And I'm going to, um, I've, I've posted this on our professional DNA uh, Instagram, and we'll just share some nuggets as I'm learning along the way. So I really, really encourage you to, um, uh, to to follow us on Instagram, professional underscore DNA, um, and, and take a look at that. It's in the highlights, but I'm starting to read it this week, and I'll start to share some of the things that I'm, that I'm picking up. But I'm really excited. I've seen so many great uh, reviews and people just talking about it um, since it came out and wanted to share it with this group. But again, fear is we got to get rid of that one. I left it to number five because it's hard. It's one that I struggle with still even to this day. And it's actually really connected to um, that negative self-talk, right? It's also connected to number four, because sometimes if we don't empower and encourage ourselves, we'll, we'll just, we'll talk ourselves into this kind of rut, this negative rut where we don't believe in ourselves. And then that's really going to have us to be scared to do anything right? We're really going to be fearful to do anything. So those two are a little bit interconnected. Okay. But that's today's episode, you know, spring cleaning, five things that might be cluttering your professional journey. And I wanted to be sure that we went through those um, today. Uh, I hope you took a lot of good notes. Um, and let's, let's do a little bit of a recap. You ready? All right, here we go. <laughs> All right, so let's recap spring cleaning, five things that might be cluttering your professional journey. Number one was that wishy-washing positioning. Hey, let's be clear. Who are you, right? What do you offer? What is your value? What do you offer your customers? What do you offer your potential clients if you're a business? Get rid of that wishy-washy positioning and be very clear. Number two, we want to remove the people and the things that are supporting your history and your past and not your future and your destiny, right? We got to do an assessment of the situation, take a look at our environment. Who are we with? What's in our, what's our inner circle? What are our habits? What are our lifestyles? And sometimes we have got to remove those things because they're a part of clinging to the past and not pushing forward to your destiny and your future. Number three, outdated expectations. Look, you set the expectation for where you want to go. Stop hanging on to expectations that people have put on you or that you've allowed people to put on you. You need to discover what your purpose is. You need to discover what your destiny is and then set the expectations around that. We got to get rid of outdated expectations. Okay. Number four, big, big one, negative self-talk. We got to remove the negative self-talk. Look yourself dead in the eye, get in a mirror and say, I can do this. I will do this. Stop telling yourself what you can't do, what you're not good at, what you're never going to be able to be. You can be anything that you want to be. You can do anything that you set your mind to. You can be your best unique self because you have absolutely everything inside of you to do it. But you got to change the way you're talking to yourself. Change your mindset. Speak positive affirmation to yourself. Write it on post-it notes, whatever you got to do so that you remind yourself what you can do and who you can be and what you're going to do. All right, let's get rid of that negative self-talk. And then the last one really big is fear. 
we got to conquer our fears, guys, especially as it relates to our professional journey, because it will stunt our growth. It will stop us right there, dead in our tracks. And again, it kind of masquerades as like this clock of protection, like it, it plays with your mind. But fear is not going to produce progress. Fear is not going to produce success. Fear is not going to allow you to level up and get to where you're trying to be professionally. It will halt you. It will stunt you. It will um, cause you to not progress forward. So we got to get rid of that fear. Okay. Those are the five things. Remember, you know, when we remove what's cluttering our professional journeys, guys, it will just give us such a clear path, a clear path to move forward. So I want to leave something else with you. Um, Just a quick little acronym, CLEAN, all right? Flip your paper over. I hope you still got some room. CLEAN. C is for clarity. Let's gain some clarity. What is your destiny, right? Think about that. Where are you trying to go? What's your future? What are the goals? Let's get some clarity around that. You want to start a business? A business to do what? Let's, Let's really put some thinking around it and be clear. L, lessons learned. You can learn from history and there are a ton of things to learn from history and history sometimes will repeat itself, but be very, very, very clear. You've got to learn from it so that as you move forward, you are rewriting the history of the past, right? History repeats itself, but you can say, "Mm -mm 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 -mm." we're going to rewrite that history. We're going to move forward in a different direction. I'm going to learn from my past. I'm going to learn from my mistakes. I'm even going to learn from the things that went well so I can do them again. But we've got to think about the lessons learned. E, expectations. Set your expectations and then manage those expectations accordingly. Stop letting people put expectations on you. You set those expectations. And then A, hold yourself accountable. Find yourself an accountability partner who is going to help speak life, speak prosperity, speak growth, speak success, get around the right people, right? Get into the right environment so that you've got some accountability. And then lastly, in clean is in. Think about what's next. What's next? Once you get to a place and you're doing well and you're comfortable and you're rocking and rolling, we got to get out of that comfort zone, ladies and gentlemen, and we got to think about what's next. Where am I going? What's the next stop on my my professional journey? What's the next stop um, on this road to success? What's the next stop to leveling up? Okay, so clean, clarity, lessons learned, expectations, accountability, and what's next. Hey guys, that's this episode of Professional DNA. Um, I encourage you to be sure that you follow us on Instagram, uh, professional underscore DNA, like us on Facebook, PDNA podcast. And then of course, I want you to visit the website, yourpdna.com. Join our community, sign up for our e-newsletter, get a lot of nice little goodies, some bonus episodes that'll be coming really soon. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I, I definitely enjoyed it with you. I hope you have a great week. Um, and remember, of course, you can do absolutely anything you want to do. If you put your mind to it, you have everything that you need inside of you to be your best and unique self. And what is it? It's your professional DNA. All right. Have a great week, everyone. Bye. <laughs>